This spot is brought to you by Eaton Vance, the symbol of advanced investing. What's inside your ETF? With Eaton Vance High Yield ETF, you know. Inside, you'll find smart bond selection from a specialized team with deep fixed income expertise. Get to know what's inside EVHY, the symbol of high yield done right, at eatonvance.com slash symbols. Before investing, prospective investors should carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. The current prospectus contains this and other information and is available at eatonvance.com. Read the prospectus carefully before investing. Not FDIC insured. Offer no bank guarantee. May lose value. Not insured by any federal government agency. Not a deposit. Investments involve risk. Principal loss is possible. Distributed by Foresight Fund Services, LLC. Hollywood Outfit and Impact is trying to cast a broad net to find fresh talent. Here is my interview with its CEO, Tyler Mitchell. Welcome to The Exchange, a conversation with people of interest to business and financial professionals around the world. I'm Jennifer Saba, a New York-based columnist for Breaking Views, the global financial commentary arm of Reuters. In this week's episode, I chat with Tyler Mitchell, the Chief Executive Officer of Impact. Impact is an online marketplace and incubator that wants to transform the way Hollywood finds talent. It's an offshoot of Imagine Entertainment, the studio founded by producer Brian Grazer and director Ron Howard. Breaking into Hollywood is notoriously difficult. It's all about who you know. Impact wants to change that and is helping to cast a wide net to find new creative voices. In September, I had a conversation with Tyler about the company's efforts to shake up the system. Hello, Tyler. Welcome to the program. We're excited to have you on the exchange. Welcome from Los Angeles. Um, I'm sitting in Montclair, New Jersey, which is across the country from you. Um, I'm excited that you're on the program. I'm really curious to hear about impact. So why don't you start off by telling me exactly what it is and what you're trying to solve in Hollywood? Sure. Well, first of all, thanks so much for, for having me on the show. Yeah, Impact is a technology company that was founded to solve problems for the entertainment industry. So our our mission is to connect working professionals in the industry and design tools to help people be more productive and successful in their jobs. So projects can get developed uh, faster, productions can come together quicker, run smoother, and wrap wrap earlier. Um, Okay. and basically, to to save to save to save people time um, in, in an industry, you know, that is is very very inefficient, and, and in a time where content is exploding around the world, both consumption and and production, there needs to be significant uh, investment in you know in tools and and software uh, in order to to create more content, you know, quality content in a in a more efficient and cost effective way. So you're basically an offshoot of Imagine Entertainment. Is, is that correct? Yeah. So Imagine uh, Imagine Impact um, was was sort of hatched inside of uh, of Imagine Entertainment, where I was originally hired as a as a feature executive um, about seven years ago. Um, then became head of the animation division. And and Brian Grazer um, one day had this idea of creating a content accelerator and and using best practices from Silicon Valley and the way that they discover uh, you know companies like Airbnb and Dropbox and Instacart and Quora specifically a company called Y Combinator and said if they can 
discover entrepreneurs with great ideas and put them through a boot camp, and then on the other side come multi-billion-dollar companies. You know, shouldn't we be able to do the same thing with movies and TV shows? Okay. And 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 that idea really sort of resonated with me. And and what what sort of started as an extra credit project, you know, turned into a a very full full-time job, which I was hesitant on taking it on because it was just a very, very daunting task. But we, you know, having been in the industry for over 20 years and, and frustrated with, you know, how long content took to get developed, decided to, to take on the challenge. And, and we created a, a system, you know, to democratize access to the entertainment industry. It's so hard to break in um, and a, a way for people to apply um, and, you know, and, and, sh- and showcase their talent and build a writing talent and and on top of that build a system that is able to identify you know talented writers at scale and so we created a system that could evaluate about 2000 submissions per week um, and then we created our own boot camp and partnered people with you know top writers in the industry and created a crash course and um, and built a very successful ex- accelerator business. But then during the pandemic, um, one of the things we we really noticed was that with all of these um, movies shutting down and shows shutting down and then gearing back up, the production side of the industry, you know, which for all of the money that has been invested um, into special effects and streaming and, you know, uh, new theaters and 3D, the, the actual producing of a movie or a television show in terms of like the the shooting and the production um had really hasn't changed at all in the past 20 years yeah and as all all these movies and shows started getting you know back on the runway it you know you couldn't find a crew you couldn't book sound stages and the the demand had outstripped the supply and so it, it it became apparent to us that you know, now we needed to to, to fo- focus our lens on on the production side of, of the business, um, in addition to development, because there there's just a a real lack of uh, of tools and and ways to organize a, a very you know highly fragmented global business. So I I mean I, I understand the Y Combinator part, right? So just to kind of go back and and and, and clarify this, so. Imagine is um, the production company, a big deal in Hollywood, right? Um, founded by Brian Grazer and Ron Howard. and it, it, But it was also a very, it's a traditional, right? I guess production company is the way to think about it. So with Imagine Impact, are you, this was an idea that germinated out of that. Is it completely separate? Like, are you, are you a separate company? I did notice that you got some funding from Benchmark um, uh, for, for example, or is it just like um, kind of an arm of Imagine? We we spun yeah we act, we spun Impact out of Imagine uh, in in 2020. Um, we did raise a, a Series A um, from okay. Benchmark, uh, led led by Bill Gurley, because we we saw and, and Ron and Brian saw that in order for the company to really grow and scale and get um, the, the type of adoption that we believe that it could have, it, it really had to not be, you know, a, a Imagine's company, um, had to be its own separate okay. uh, indep- independent entity. And, you know, we had met with a lot of uh, different uh, venture firms 
uh, in Silicon Valley and, you know, um, Bill Gurley and Benchmark, you know, have a extraordinary track record for creating, you know, marketplaces, you know, everything from, you know, Air Airbnb and uh, Uber and, uh, you know, Nextdoor, Stitch Fix, and, and Bill is an incredibly hands-on um, investor. And so we were really excited um, to, uh, to work with them, to have them lead, lead our Series A round uh, and, and help us build the business. Let me also see if I understand it too. So I, I get the Y Combinator part. So you you put on these um, boot camps to try and find, I guess, fresh talent that you know might be hard to find um, in the traditional method. But is it also? I mean, should I think of it kind of like a, a LinkedIn or an Angie's list for for Hollywood? Like, is that the other component to it? So if you're looking to find you know, somebody to work on the set and, and for makeup or craft services or whatever that may be, that could be a, you, you know, it could be a source of, um, it could be a source to find people to, to help work. That's exactly right. We we are trying to become the the LinkedIn for the entertainment uh, I I industry, and, and and one of the big trends that's been going on in in Silicon Valley and and technology the last few years it has been uh, the rise of these vertical networks. Um, and so, some something like LinkedIn, you know, is a horizontal network that spans all industries, all all types of people. Whereas in the last few years, with companies like um, you know, like Doximity or uh, Benchling, ResearchGate, there there have been these companies that have gone in, you know, specifically to, you know, doctors or uh, research scientists or um, bi biotech to create purpose-built uh, tools, you know, collaborative, collaborative tools, you know, that are, that are powered um, by, by, by networks of, of professionals in that uh, industry um, to, you know, to increase productivity, you know, um, efficiency, and, and honestly, get rid of a lot of frustration. I mean, the, the, the wild thing about movies is, you know, you have, you hear about, you know, budgets, you know, from 50 to 200 plus million dollars and, and people are still using, you know, paper and pens yeah. and, and binders. And, and it's, it's just a, no one has ever, I think, you know, taken the, the, the time and energy to invest, to create, you know, um, I'm not gonna say right. It's like simple things, but there are, there are a lot of things that they, are powered by you know armies of uh, human labor that are sort of redundant tasks that can be automated and use technology in the you know in the good in, in the good way in order to you know make make you know connections and workflows um, much much more simplified and and effective. Yeah, I mean, just to that point, I actually and it's not quite the same thing, but I'm, I'm assuming it's similar. I was on the set of a. Um, a commercial not not that long ago i mean i wasn't in the commercial i was watching it being created and i was absolutely astonished about how many people were actually involved in the production of a 30 second spot i mean it was just i mean there were probably 100 people on the set and i mean it was just and it was you know there was a ton of paperwork and there was just a, a lot of what you were saying but why do you think that the process is still it hasn't changed like why why is that 
Well, I think that, you know, humans in general don't change until they have to, you know, um, or until yeah. somebody comes along with, um, you know, uh, w with an idea. People get pretty, you know, stuck in and in entrenched in, in their ways. And, and so, so things can be, you know, slow to adopt. I mean, if I said to you, 10 years ago, oh, um, hey, you can use this app and a stranger is going to come pick you up and drive you to your house. Like people were pretty weary of, of Uber and yeah. uh, in, in the early days um, or, you know, booking airline tickets on, you know, online. There was a lot of people who still wanted their travel agent or, you know, to, to, to call up the airlines. So I think uh, people are hesitant to, to change, but, but also um, they didn't have to, you know, the in 2020, there's $112 billion spent, you know, on content. There's 1.1 billion streaming subscriptions. And because people are consuming it so rapidly, uh, all of the providers need, need fresh content. And so because the demand for production increased, you know, so quickly, um, I mean, you know, 10, 10 times over the, the last 10 years, the, the old way of doing things um, just became no longer uh, sustainable. And especially as production has uh, become increasingly global, I mean, as you said, you saw a 30 second spot with a hundred people. Well, when you're developing a, you know, a, a movie or, or TV series, you could be developing it for, you know, um, several years and then they say, okay, now we're gonna make it, it's greenlit. And you might shoot in Vancouver or Australia or Atlanta, you know, three very different places. You, yeah. you pick a pick a place that suits your creative needs, your tax incentive needs. Um, and then it's you you once you pick your location, you say, okay, well now we have to hire 300 people in in 90 days plus, you know, get all of all of the things that we're gonna need to to create this production. And you know, movies and shows are very much like the military in, in some ways, like they are highly logistical exercises that require moving hundreds of people around with props and wardrobes and sets and, you know, trailers and catering and everything you could imagine. And there just needs to be a better way to, you know, to, to both find it, find and source um, the, the people who, who you're going to hire to, to, to bring that, that production uh, to life. And then, you know, uh, uh, organize, you know, schedule and, and, and community and basically, you know, effectively communicate and, and collaborate because it is a highly, you know, communication-driven, collaborative um, uh, industry that is just is, is lacking the, the, the tools to quite literally get people on the same page, both from a creative um, standpoint, as well as a logistical standpoint. So basically, it's, it's, it's all kind of aspects of a TV show or movie or production, right? So it's you could help find the script, and then all the way down to um, you know the makeup people and 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 grips and everybody else who need to put it all together. Is that how to think about it? Yeah, we're we're really more. It, it is it is a, a, a marketplace, you know, or 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 a market network. But um, the the aim of the company, you know. Uh, in in the network is is really on the production side the you know when it, when it comes to you know hiring and assembling a, a crew and 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 putting together the 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 logistics side of the um of of the production that's where we think that um we are we will be able to you know build you know network driven tools that can 
really have, um, you know, an impact on the industry. You know, our, our development accelerator, um, which we have, you know, partnerships um, with, with Netflix and, and Skydance are, are, are continuing to, you know, uh, discover, you know, incredibly talented uh, uh, writers, but we have, we've, we have focused them um, really on, on, on serving the, the needs of, of, of specific buyers and, and, and production uh, companies. But, you know, by the end of November, we'll have over, you know, a hundred writers who have been through impact. Um, you know, we've uh, had the, our alumni have been incredibly successful. They've had seven movies greenlit, a series order at AMC, TV pilot orders. We've had 31, you know, unrepresented writers, um, you know, signed at top tier companies. We had, I think, 33 writers alone last year out of about 71, um, either sold a new TV show or movie or were staffed on a, uh, on a, on a show. And, and we also took um, that model and of democratizing access to the industry, and we actually did a, a, a crew accelerator where we used our, you know, our, our platform um, and online uh, application and evaluation system to actually uh, hire four people on on Ron Howard's last uh, most recent movie, Thirteen Lives. Um, and we had about 800 Australians, you know, who were aspiring to, you know, be, be in, in the industry and um, in partnership with Screen Queensland um, placed uh, four people uh, in paid internships on, on the production. So, yeah, let me ask you about how um, Impact addresses you know, diversity, because I know that's a huge issue right now, even though there's, you know, a, a, a big demand for content across, uh, you know, across the, the spectrum from like Netflix to Disney. So how does that work? Um, and how are you, how are you trying to help, help that out? If you want to have, you know, systemic change, you need to build, build new systems. And the, the, the system that, that we built for, you know, discovering uh, talented creators, you know, globally, you know, was in a way that had never been done before. First of all, it was, you know, it's free, it's free to apply. Um, we worked very hard to remove conscious and unconscious bias um, from, you know, from the evaluation uh, process. Um, it's a very rigorous, you know, process. Things get um, reviewed, you know, seven times prior to people being interviewed and then uh, selected. And our belief was that if you go out to try to find the most talented people in the world, they are going to look a lot like the world. And, you know, we were really, you know, pleased that 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 ended up um, happening. You know, the diversity was the natural byproduct of the system that we created. You know, we've had incredibly diverse um, writers, um, you know, come through our through our program for everything from you know early twenties to to late to late sixties, um, hmm. about you know thirty thirty seven percent BIPOC. Um, and it's a really, you know, well-represented group um, from 14 different nations. And so we didn't have to, to go in and, and, and create a diversity program. We created a system that built and, fo and naturally fostered diversity. And we actually used that same uh, hiring method when it came to um, hiring people for for our company and and engineers, um, we now have you know over over twenty em employees, and uh, and impact became a like our organization itself um, became a majority B BIPOC 
uh, company, which was something that we were also, you know, um, uh, very, very proud of because not, not just in Hollywood, but in, in, you know, in, in technology you know, as well. Um, it's not the, the most diverse industry. And so, you know, we, we really believe in, in, you know, creating, creating systems that, that, that create change rather than, than, you know, diversity, you know, uh, initiatives. And so how is that, like, is that a, a big thing for your customers? I'm assuming your customers are like Netflix and, and, and I'm just, hypothetically saying like Disney or, or, you know, people that are looking for content is like, what is their, when they come to you, what is, what are they looking for? Uh, well, you know, the, the streaming services know what their audiences are watching and consuming and what they, um, you know, are hungry for. And they also know their slates and, you know, what's on their pipeline development. So they, they do come up, come to us with specific uh, needs, primarily by genre, you know, whether it's, you know, you know, family action adventure or a female, female led thriller, um, you know, elevated sci-fi, those are s- some of the, the genres. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, what I think is incredible about streaming is that today, if you have, you know, um, a piece of content that, you know, appeals to everybody, except maybe with the exception of something like Ted Lasso, which seems to be a global phenomenon. But um, if you appeal to everybody, you you almost appeal to nobody. And so, mm-hmm. what's what I've seen increasingly happening in the happening in the marketplace is that more and more diverse programming is being created because it's serving you know audiences, and 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 the and and the streamers, um, you know, with with all of the 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 metrics and data that they're able to analyze can can see that and so it, it it's become i think you know a bit more organic in in terms of trying to trying to have um you know man, mandates is is one thing but when they see underserved audiences that want to have authentic um stories told um, you need to have authentic storytellers. Companies and streamers, when they see audiences that aren't being served, you know, they want to serve those audiences, but those audiences want authentic stories um, that really resonate with them, which means you have to have the right storyteller. And in, in Impact, you, know, you can teach the craft of writing, um, but you can't teach talent. You can't teach um, life experience. You can't teach point of view. You can't teach people's sense, sense of humor. And so we really look at um, the individual as, as a whole. You know, we look at, at talent like creative athletes. And, you know, when you give them the, the, the right coaching, the right, you know, uh, mo- motivation um, and frankly, you know, money so that they can focus, you know, solely on their work, um, you, you really see these uh, these artists um, explode, and and we've seen it time and time again. You know, sort of me- meteoric rises of, of people who, prior to impact, um, had you know nothing going on and thought they had no chance to you know now you know working on a top TV show and you know uh, selling selling a movie to um, a, a major studio. So it's it's really about access, opportunity, and talent, and and authenticity of of voice. And I think that as the you know the, the the companies themselves, the buyers themselves, their ranks become more diverse. The the, the authentic storytellers are, are are being being able to to tell their stories and and reach their audiences in ways that hasn't been done before. How do you scout for talent, or how do you scout for new 
for for new talent on you know to for your to to develop scripts and to to make sure that that's that whole process is diverse. Do you, do you see what I'm saying? Sure. Well, we've had sixty five thousand people from one hundred and forty countries apply to Impact in wow. Less than three, well, how do you three reach years. them? How does that happen? <laughs> that's amazing. Um, we do um, we we do press releases um, for our. Um, we don't do any. We don't do any marketing. Um, we we do press releases, and and you would be surprised the people who around the world will read things like Deadline Hollywood or, you know, or yeah. or, or, or or Variety or the media. Like pe people who love movies and shows and have a dream of being in the industry, you know, follow the industry. Um, and we do. We have you know a, a social media presence on on Twitter and, and Instagram, and um, we do a lot of surveys in terms of how people find out about us, and it's always word of mouth. You know, so someone knows someone who has a dream of being a writer, and you know, um, you know our announcement or chat rooms or you know um, message boards and. You know, again, it's it's not like other writing programs out there where it's you know fifty dollars to apply, which is it's free. It's free to apply. We think, you know, while the chances of of, of getting in are are, are slim, um, our application process we tell everybody will make you a better writer because it's seventy five questions that have you know been designed uh, and contributed not only by Ron and Brian and Imagine but other luminaries in the industry like you know Judd Apatow or Issa Rae or uh, you know, J.J. Abrams, and it's all the questions that these artists ask themselves about their own material, and 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 you'd be, you know, writers are often surprised, like at the the questions that they're asking, they're like, wow, I did, I hadn't even thought about that, and you know, and these are the the kinds of questions that whether it's in a first draft or a sixth draft, you're you're continually asking yourselves um, uh, of the, of the material and and your story. Uh, to try to continue to elevate it. So, yeah, I guess we you know, we've been we've been fortunate, you know, clearly with um, you know having uh, Brian and Ron as 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 co-founders reaches a lot of people, and imagines you know movies and shows have have reached a lot of people over the years, and so you know we were able to to create a, a, a lot a lot of interest um, in you know in, in 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 getting people to apply, and and like I said that because of the way that we sort of we designed the system and because it was open and free to anyone and everyone in in the world a lot of you know talented diverse um writers um were were in that population that's that's amazing that you got so many people to respond in, in that way that's that's great. So before I let you go, let me ask you a final question here. I'm curious, how did you make your way to Hollywood? What's your origin story, if you will? My origin story was, you know, I was always a lover of, of and massive consumer of fil film and TV. You know, my my family used to say that I, I wasn't a real person. I was just a, an amalgamation of, of, of movie quotes. Um, <laughs> And but it wasn't, but I'd never considered it a career, and and I honestly wasn't a a student of film in terms of knowing you know directors and producers. I you know um, I, I really only followed the actors that 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 I admired. Yeah. Um, but when I when I got into college, I was in, you know I was an economics major and spoke Japanese, and I was very much like on a, a international banking track. And my my best friend had um, passed away of of brain cancer when I was twelve years old. Um, which had a you know a real lasting effect on me and and so I thought 
well, if I could be anyone in the world, who would I want to be? Like, you know, what do I want? Who, who do I want to be when I grow up? And so I started at the end, really. And a, a friend of mine had told me actually about um, IMDb, which, you know, I had to go to the computer lab, you know, this is like back in, you know, like almost dial up days, but um, I had to go to the computer lab to go onto this thing to IMDb because you could look up all of your favorite movies and it would say who made them. And so I started looking up all of my favorite movies and they were predominantly produced by three people and of the three people brian grazer was had the 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 most movies and television shows that that i loved you know and he did award-winning films and comedies and action movies and tv shows and i thought i have no idea what a producer does but i want to do that and so I knew no one in Hollywood. My family to say that they were not supportive would be a massive understatement. And, you know, but I, I was, I managed to, a friend of mine in college had gotten an internship at a, at a company called Alphaville. Um, and um, I was able to, um, you know, put myself up for, for an internship the, the following summer, the summer of my sophomore year. And, um, and also through my, my sister, actually, her, her roommate um, was an assistant at New Line. So I was working at Alphaville three days a week, and I was working at New Line two days a week. And, and the two assistants whose intern I was, one was Roy Lee, um, who's gone on to become one of the biggest producers in Hollywood. I mean, everything um, from The Departed to the Lego movies to The Ring, The Grudge. I mean, he's um, an incredibly prolific producer. And the other assistant was Aaron Brown, who's become one of the top managers and partner in Management 360 and producer with an incredible client list. And I, I literally drove out every single summer um, when I was in college and I fetched coffee and um, I, I tried to meet anybody that I could uh, in the industry. And it was actually Barry Levinson gave me a piece of advice um, when being a producer. I said, but, you know, he was the only I, I, I only maybe not even connection, but um, uh, a family friend knew him and I was able to talk to him briefly at a party. And he said, if you want to be a producer, learn every job in the business because that'll make you valuable. And mm -hmm. so that's what I that's what I did. I worked at production companies. I worked mm -hmm. at, on sets for directors. I worked at an agency. Um, I learned film, film finance. And so by the time I was 24, I ended up um, joining this kind of startup production company called called Film Engine that was a, a, a foreign sales um, financing company. And I was able to put together and package movies like The Butterfly Effect and Lucky Number 11 and, and you know, started producing, you know, movies um, in my in my mid my mid 20s. And and from there, um, you know, I yeah, I, I continued to have my, my own company. I was partnered with uh, writer Jason Smilovic and we made uh, movies and shows together. I ended up writing on television shows as well before uh, joining before joining Imagine. I'd been um, more in kind of the the packaging, financing, and and producing shows and movies. Um, you know, but but largely working outside the studio system. So really, what you're trying to do then is to try and shortcut like that whole process, right? That's that's an I mean that's that's a great background, but it also illustrates like. You have to know people, right, <laughs> to, to get into Hollywood and to break in. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, I will say that I think that breaking breaking in is hard because so many people want to be um, yeah. in, in, the, in the industry and it, it really is a, a, a trust driven business. And I think it's 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 less of to me, at least over the last you know t- uh, 10 or so, so years um, in, in terms of, you know, whether it's nepotism or things that may have existed before, it's it people, it, this is an apprenticeship business and that almost everybody starts at the very bottom and, and has to, to, to work their way up. Um, because whether it's creative taste, whether it's making sure, you know, you're going to be working those 12 to 16 hour days and showing up on time and doing doing your job, the, the, the stakes, especially in, in production, you know, are, are, are really, really high. And so yeah. a, lot of, a lot of the who you know and the relationship driven nature of it is is really built more from a, a a trust level than than anything else but but i but i do think that um you know by by creating the the, the impact network you give transparency and access and visibility into the available pool of talent and i think that what you know wh- where the industry really suffers. You know now is that both sides of of the market. Um, you know the people who are you know, looking to hire people and the people looking to get hired really can't see one another. It's like dating before Match or, or Tinder. Like like people mm-hmm. are are operating off of oh hey like I know someone you know for this or here's a stack of application you know or 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 or, or re- resumes and. And it's very hard for people to 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 search and find um, the right people um, for for a- any given job, because th- there isn't a, a a network that 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 powers that. And so, you know, we're hoping we're hoping to change that. You know, but I think by 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 giving people, you know, by by creating that network, by creating a LinkedIn that's that's purpose built for you know specific industry, we've seen r- really amazing examples from uh, other companies who are you know succeeding uh, in in creating that environment where where people can meet and you know and and and, and relationships and opportunities can spring from. Yeah, well, that's great. Well, Tyler, thank you so much for coming on the program. I really appreciate it. And um, thank you again. Thank you, Jennifer. That wraps up this episode of The Exchange. Thank you for tuning in. I also want to give a shout out to Amanda Gomez, who produced this podcast. If you haven't already done so, please sign up on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere else you go to get your audio cravings. Also, check out our sister podcast, The Views Room. And of course, don't forget to check out BreakingViews.com. Thanks for listening. This spot is brought to you by Eaton Vance, the symbol of advanced investing. What's inside your ETF? With Parametric Equity Premium Income ETF, you know. Inside, you'll find institutional expertise from a specialized team with deep derivatives experience. Get to know what's inside PAPI, the symbol of alternative income, at eatonvance.com symbols. Before investing, prospective investors should carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. The current prospectus contains this and other information and is available at eatonvance.com. Read the prospectus carefully before investing. Not FDIC insured. Offer no bank guarantee. May lose value. Not insured by any federal government agency. Not a deposit. Investments involve risk. Principal loss is possible. Distributed by Foresight Fund Services, LLC.